Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on Happer and Schaefer, 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer with you. It's a big night for Nebraska volleyball tonight. They are in Columbus at the Final Four looking to clinch a spot in the national championship game. They'll play Pittsburgh tonight. And for more on that, we head to Columbus where we find Lincoln Arneal of the Omaha World Herald. Good morning, Lincoln. Good morning. How, How are, are you guys doing today? I'm good. I just wanted to get all the cities, you know, all the all Columbus, Lincoln, Omaha. Lincoln Arneal. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just make sure we uh, we got all that. How's, uh, how's Columbus? Is this your first time visiting? It is my first time there. Uh, I've never been to, I don't think I've, I've been to Cincinnati, or I've been to Cleveland before, but never to Columbus. So how is it? Is it great? Yeah. Oh, it's great. Let me tell you, I took a tour of the state capitol yesterday. It was so exciting. Do you know that other states have two houses of legislature? Hmm. I, I am had, aware. I had heard that somewhere. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. Did you just mock them the entire time for all of their waste and inefficiency? Yeah, they're, they're describing the whole legislative process. Like, you guys are just duplicating the same thing. You knew it was just one, you know. And we, it's what we do in Nebraska. We're a lot more efficient. <laughs> and then exactly. you tell them all about George Norris and all of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so the tour guide does, uh, tried to brush me off and entertain the four-year-old that was with our group instead. <laughs> uh, what, are you, what are you expecting tonight um, from Nebraska Volleyball? It, they've, they've been playing, obviously – some of their best ball as of late. I guess what's the kind of mood um, around the last the last couple of days as they prepare for um, a big night tonight? I think, I mean, I, I would say it's quiet confidence, but I don't know how quiet it is. I, uh, they were, they're really peaking at the right time of the year, uh, and that Texas win really kind of exemplifies that, that. They've talked multiple times this year about how they're really performing really well in practice and training really, really well. But sometimes in matches it doesn't show up, but now they're finally being able to translate that. So I think that they, they're they entering this match with a lot of confidence that they can play at a high level and they can uh, play with anybody on the court with them. Had you seen that version of, of Allie Batenhorst before? Like I just thought that was, by to me, and I don't follow it near as close as you do, just felt like a real breakout moment for her in that match with Texas. You, never for an entire match. I mean, there there have been glimpses. Well, she'll just get a play. Well, she'll get a ball that's set high enough to her that she can really handle and and power through. But sometimes, like she'll run into adversity and maybe take a step back. But that was by far her best whole match. I think maybe at Penn State when they were at Penn State was maybe the only other comparable match. But um, but that was yes, by far her best match of the year. And she just really knew how to hit against Texas's blockers and 
Um, and she really didn't run into any, have any mistakes. She, I think her first hitting error was, it wasn't until the fourth set. So she really was able to play smart, effective volleyball too, and, and use her power at the net. I think most people look at the bracket and look at what's left and say, Nebraska, maybe, maybe dodged a bullet by not getting Louisville or, uh, Wisconsin in their first match of the final four to potentially get to the national championship match. But what, what challenge does Pittsburgh present? Um, for Nebraska, it's obviously not going to be a walk in the park. I mean, we're talking about the Final Four here. No, they they have attackers all over the court. They run a six-two uh, offense, um, not because they don't have a really good setter, but because they have so many good hitters, uh, and they really can attack from any number of spots in the court too. So, and, and they also run a little bit quicker offense than what Nebraska typically does, and they're a little more aggressive. And sometimes it comes with a few more errors, but. It also comes with a lot more kills and a lot more big swings. So uh, they, they have a lot of different weapons. And you saw this the kind of the last couple weeks that they have there. They're all they have a first team All American, Caleb Lund, who went down with an injury last week of the season. Uh oh, you're out. You're you're missing your big star player. They still took Louisville to five sets, and obviously they they made it to the final four. She hasn't been quite up to par yet and she was kind of uh dodgy with him when they asked about her health yesterday during the press conference but they have a number of other hitters too they have uh serena gray who's a transfer from uh penn state who she really stepped up against uh purdue in the regional final and uh i mean she's a luxury to have at that but they have a number of different attackers that just kind of pepper the defense from all over all the court Lingan, do you subscribe to the idea that, that getting that win against Texas was sort of clearing a mental hurdle for a Nebraska program that when they've gone up against some of the top teams in the country, they can show they can do it physically, but maybe they can't meet them mentally? Do, it, do you think that's a potential breakthrough there for them? Yes, I, and I think kind of like I mentioned before, too, that they, that confidence I think come, that comes from a beating Texas, that, uh, especially a, a Texas team that – Pounded them in the regional final in April. I mean, Texas, I thought, was in a different class than Nebraska on that match. They just had uh, Eggleston and Fields were just went off against Nebraska, and Nebraska looked uh, shell shook. Uh, so I, I think that that was kind of a mental hurdle too. Uh, the next question is: Is can they do it if, if they get past Pittsburgh? Uh, can they do it against Wisconsin, who has owned Nebraska for the last few years, or Louisville, who kind of did the same thing uh, earlier this season of really was by far the better team when they played in September. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's been a little bit of a – I wouldn't call it a roller coaster because it's still kind of Nebraska volleyball and there's a certain level of consistency to it. But I don't know – if you would have told me a couple of weeks ago that Nebraska would be in this position, I'm not sure that I'd believe you. At the beginning of the season, though, I, I certainly would have. I guess what's that? What's the kind of ride been like this year and, and the fact that they're here but the way that they got here, um, you know, what's this kind of just the roller coaster of the season been like? Yeah, I mean, I think that's an accurate accurate description of the season, too. I mean, start off with very high expectations. Here's all these big infusion of for talent with these six freshmen that are coming in, and 
hit hit a bump in the road when you play three, you lose three, uh, three matches in the non-con against ranked teams, and then they get looks like things are going well. Win the first ten Big Ten matches, and then lose four out of five, and just kind of struggle a bit in the middle part, middle late part of the Big Ten, and come together again. And I think yeah, it's 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 been a struggle to figure out how all these pieces fit, who who belongs where. And I think finally they they figured it out late. And, and that's part of it, I think, is also dealing with six freshmen and getting them used to the level of competition that they'll see, used to the level of intensity it takes to train, to be, be ready, to, be, to compete against some of these teams, and also just getting used to college volleyball, too. So I think that that, that plays into it a little bit, too, and then also figuring out how all the pieces fit together and also plugging Lauren Stiffens back into the into the equation and getting her back up to speed too. So I think all those factors really played into the roller coaster ride that it's been, but have also led to Nebraska peaking. I think at the right time when they want to in December. You know, all those factors considered, where does this kind of rank in terms of a coaching job for for John Cook? He's won titles before. He's had some of the most talented teams in the country. But you just ran through the litany of issues of having to work Stiverns back in, needing to get those six freshmen up to speed with college volleyball, but also giving them opportunities to excel. Uh, De-emphasizing Lexi's son for portions of the season. I mean, there's a lot that happened in there. Where, where do you think this kind of ranks in terms of the coaching job John Cook has had to do versus some of the other years where it's a little bit maybe simpler, I guess, your path forward? Yeah, yeah, and I think that I mean, it's one of the better ones I think he's done. He he talked about this yesterday during the press conference, and like the question was asked, "What surprised you?" And how, uh, and he was surprised how committed all the players stuck or, or stuck with the vision and the the program through all those struggles too. And he he joked that he did a bad job coaching during the season. He kind of overthought some of the lineup decisions, and uh, I don't know I don't know if I'd be that harsh on him because I think there was a lot of question marks and some of the players were legitimately struggling and needed the time to take that step back to figure out. But I think that he's done a really good job of managing the personnel and, uh, and also figuring out who, what pieces belong where. But I think a little bit of that goes to just the overall culture he's built long-term that uh, it's a program that can, that can handle six newcomers into it and not be thrown off the beat with the overall priorities and kind of uh, characteristics of the, all, all the sayings that they have of the we over me, the uh, the emphasis on servant path, and just kind of uh, all the things that have been long-term in, in his coaching philosophies have really kind of paid off this year when adversity hit for a little bit. And this, again, like you said, this is adversity for Nebraska. It's, not, yeah. not like they, not, not not like they're they're struggling and and getting blown out by non-ranked teams, but all because all their losses this year were to ranked teams, so they were against good competition. Given that and that they appear to be playing some of their best volleyball right now, they're peaking at the right time, like you said. If they were to make it past Pittsburgh tonight, where I mean, Wisconsin and Louisville have been the two. Kind of made you know Wisconsin's been a hump that Nebraska could not get over, can't get over this year and over the last couple of years. Louisville swept Nebraska um, earlier this year. I, would they have a better chance, obviously, to to be in a battle with them on Saturday night? Yes, 
I, I, th- I think you saw that when Nebraska played Wisconsin, re- really both times. I mean, in last year when they played Wisconsin, or they, they didn't play Wisconsin last year, but two years ago, uh, Wisconsin just housed Nebraska. I mean, they swept every single every single set, and they weren't even that close, really. But when they played this year uh, in in the no- late November matchup, Nebraska won a set, which is the first time they've done that in a number of a couple of years, which, which is progress. And they had they had them induced games, so I mean they made go to Wisconsin go to extra points once, once and then lost twenty five twenty three, so they're right there. So if they're improving, if they're improved team over where they were in late November. It's possible. I I, I still think. I mean, hopefully, I think there's a little bit of mental aspect to it, but I would not rule it out. I mean, it's still a t- tall order, and Wisconsin maybe didn't thinks that they didn't play that well against Nebraska, maybe too, in that match, but. Hey, it's it's volleyball. You got to win three sets, and just because you won one doesn't mean that the next two are going to be handed to you. Yeah, we've seen that. That's for sure. It, it's certainly taken a lot of players this year for Nebraska. They have a lot of rotation going on. Who's in your mind, Lincoln, been kind of the most underrated or underrated piece uh, to making this thing go for the Huskers? Can I call a first team All American underrated? <laughs> uh, you can. I don't. I I mean, this is I. I I was talking to Sam McHugh, my sports editor, at the beginning of the year, too, and we were talking about the freshmen that were coming in and who was going to be the best one. Uh, to I said Lexi Rodriguez. I think that she really uh, has – I mean, I don't know if she's underrated, but she just – she is the crux of this team that really kind of stabilizes the defense. I mean, she'll make one or two plays that just go, wow, that just diving or just digs or passes that she makes. Or even – she is, is for as much – attention as their defense gets, she's a decent setter. So when Nicklin Hames has to uh, handle the first contact, it's usually uh, Lexi Rodriguez that comes in for the second set or the bump pass. And she is very good at that, that as well, too. So I think that, I don't know if she's underrated, but I think that she is the, the crux of this team and really makes a big impact and really kind of gives them their defensive identity that has carried them forward. So forward. So I, I think that, I don't know, again, I don't know if you call it. I mean, I'm glad to see that she's getting, getting recognition, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year and first-team All-American as a freshman. I don't know if that's really underrated, but I think that she is the key that really made Nebraska to a good, to a great team. Yeah. Lincoln Arneal, the Omaha World-Herald. You can check out his coverage there at the Omaha World-Herald. Uh, Lincoln, we appreciate your time. Um, enjoy the trip, and we'll talk to you soon. Will do. You have a good one, boys. That is Lincoln Arneal of the Omaha World Herald. Husker Volleyball tonight at 8.30, looking for another spot in the national championship game. Five out of seven Final Fours, um, and a couple less than that, <laughs> you know, out of seven in the national championship game. Really <laughs> impressive. Yeah, and, and like you said, Shafe, I mean, it didn't look like this team had the had it I, at all, you know, <laughs> you know, on Nebraska volleyball standards. If Even we're talking a month about ago. the national championship, yeah. I, if you would ask me a month ago, I'd have been like, I don't think so, man. I, I never would have bet on Nebraska being in this spot unless they went through the like Pittsburgh to get there in like the the run of the. I, I didn't think they were going to be Texas when the yeah. draw came out. I you know if they got in line with Wisconsin, I wasn't confident. But Kentucky I, was like a threat there too. Yeah, they got they, they got bounced. They got to avoid it yeah. with, with Illinois. But so much of it, I think, I wonder if that win against Texas just sort of opens a door in the brain of like, oh, we can do this. Yep. 
Because it, it, it always felt like they would run into a Wisconsin or a Texas, and there's just this mental block. Yep. And even though physically they were as good, they couldn't get there mentally. Now they did. See if it opens up the killers yeah. in them. Um, we'll find out tonight and potentially on Saturday. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and hand it off to Tom and Buck next. More of Happer and Schaefer is coming your way on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.